you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. This is Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Welcome to the big show. My family and friends, wonderful to have you guys as well. Thanks for tuning in. We've got an amazing guest on the show. Uh, we're going to be talking about his newest book. And, of course, we have the uh, greatest minds and authors on the show. And none of them are me. <laughs> That's why we have guests on the Chris Voss Show. Uh, but we'll get to him in a second. In the meantime, refer the show to your family, friends, and relatives. Remember, the Chris Voss Show is the family that dearly loves you but doesn't judge you. At least not as harshly as your mother-in-law. Eh, she's a nice person, I hear. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, or refer the show to your family friends. Uh, go to YouTube.com, ForchesChrisFoss, Goodreads.com, ForchesChrisFoss, the big LinkedIn group, LinkedIn newsletter, the 130,000 group over there. Check all that business stuff out. We certainly appreciate it. Oh, and the new AI podcast we've launched is a vertical uh, AI, ChrisFoss.com, uh, AI podcast uh, with Chris Fox. So there, check all that out over there. Today we have an amazing gentleman on the show. He's the author of the newest book that just come out April 11th, 2023. The Dealmaker, How to Succeed in Business and Life Through Dedication, Determination, and Disruption. Mauricio Umansky is on the show with us today, and he is the founder and CEO of The Agency, representing some of the world's top celebrities, developers, and resort brands. Along with his Netflix series, Buying Beverly Hills, he has appeared on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You may have heard of that show. I think a lot of people watch it. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, with his wife of more than 27 years, Kyle Richards. Uh, she has four daughters. Count them. Holy crap. What do you have against boys? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> and The Dealmaker is his first book. Welcome to the show, Mauricio. How are you? I am fantastic, Chris, and I'm really happy to be on the show with you. And uh, I love the introduction. So I, I am ready to blow my brain off and blow everybody's brain off. <laughs> well, let's do it. Let's do it. So uh, give us a dot com wherever you want people to look you up on the interwebs to get to know you better. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Instagram is uh, mumansky18, um, and my I, 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 my uh, website for the company is theagencyre.com. There you go. So what motivated you want to write this book? Well, I just wanted to create something, you know, I, I, what motivated me? A lot of things motivated me. I have 2,500 people that work for me. I have 2,000 salespeople that work for me. And every day they come in and we talk about, you know, motivating them and making them better salespeople. And then, you know, when you're doing that, you ultimately become a little bit of a psychologist. And so all of a sudden, part of that motivation not only becomes, you know, at work, but also, you know, like how to, you know, balance work life, how to, you know, do things better, all of those type of things. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I realized was that I have kind of very simple philosophies about life um, and they, they resonate with people. And so I said, you know, I really want to, uh, you know, give back, um, you know, put, you know, my memoirs, my experiences, whatever you want to call them, you know, on a book um, and hopefully, you know, inspire people. And, uh, you know, not necessarily uh, teach them how to do something. This is not a how-to book. I did not want to write, you know, the seven, sex, seven steps to success. I didn't want to buy, you know, the five steps to be. 
you know, I was talking about not wanting to create a book that was the seven steps to success or anything like that, but rather, you know, teaching people to be insightful about their own experiences and hopefully learn through some of my experiences. So I go on and I tell some really fun stories with some really fun people, you know, Michael Jackson, Lady Gaga, you know, selling the Playboy Mansion, all kinds of really, you know, fun ways of doing it. But then I just simplify it. And once it gets simplified, I then give, you know, a lesson that I learned because of that story that happened. Damn. And I just hope that somebody's going to learn a little bit, take a couple of those mantras. Every chapter at the end of the, you know, the chapter has a mantra. Um, and then I just hope that, you know, the, the people reading it uh, learn a little something and they have some insights. And uh, it's been great. I've, I've had amazing reviews, Chris. Amazing reviews so far. So I'm really excited. I've seen those. They're awesome. You know, you mentioned about being a CEO and the, and the psychologist aspect of it. I never knew owning companies that I would have to become a CEO or a psychiatrist to all my employees, especially my sales employees. It's 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 quite eye-opening. You're like, why do I have to solve all these fucking problems? Like, just, it's pretty crazy, right? Well, and it also depends on the, the office. <laughs> it also depends, I think, what business you're in, right? I run a sales organization, yeah. right? So I, you know, my, my business is service and sales, right? Mark mm -hmm. sales, marketing and, and, and servicing. When you're dealing with that, you're dealing with a bunch of salespeople, you're inevitably going to be a psychologist. That's just part of life. There you go. <laughs> and you do have a lot of business motivational stuff in here, though. You, you yes. have like at the end of every chapter. Tell us about what you've uh, packed in there. Well, at the end of every chapter, I just decided to put some mantras. And the reason for that is just to kind of simplify and, you know, kind of give the idea of at the end of the story, at the end of the chapter, at the end of what you've read, um, you know, to, 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 to let you know what I've, what I've learned from that story um, and kind of just simplify it so that, you know, in, uh, if you ever want to go back to the book and just read the mantras and remember what some of those things were all about, not have to read the entire book again, uh, that was kind of the idea of the mantras. And I like the book. It reads a lot like uh, uh, Swim with the Sharks uh, with, uh, Har I forget his first name, Harvey. Uh, it, very quick, very easy read, a lot of simple lessons, but but unique stories and everything else. You know, you, you've been a, uh, was it 20, how many years was it been? 27 years you've been a real estate mogul, I think it was? Yeah, plus or minus, I think since 1996. Yeah, mm -hmm. so whatever, where are we right now? 20, 2023, so yeah. <laughs> it goes fast. It Luxury property business. What was it like selling the uh, the uh, Playboy Mansion? I mean, all that shag and seventies motif. It was so much fun, man. I mean, I love to do every you know the, 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 as many tours as I can of that house. I did them all. Um, you know, people just love to see everything, right? The shag, the Scooby Doo, uh, you know, look. Uh, you know, the grotto, the pool. Uh, it just, it's just, it's an iconic house, right? And it was just so yeah. much fun. And obviously, look, the people that were seeing that house are people that could afford, you know, 100 million plus. So, you know, yeah. the, the buyer on the other side was also fun to show it to. Yeah, I owned an acting and modeling agency in Utah for a lot of years, and my girls would go to the parties down there, and they would come back and tell me about the motif, and I'm just like, geez, can, does he have any money? He can get that upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> it literally looked like there was one room that literally looked like the the, the, the back of the Scooby-Doo van. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love it. Shag. Shag needs to make a comeback. Maybe you can do that in the luxury market. So uh, you talk about a memoir. Talk, tell us a little about you growing up and what shaped you and made you. Yeah, I think a little bit of everything. You know, I think it starts from, from uh, you know, being born with a terminal blood disease. Hmm. Um, and then, you know, ultimately just surviving it and surviving it kind of by luck, right? Not because of any other, uh, 
medical situation. You just either, you know, back then, you know, neutropenia was something you either survived or didn't. Now there's medicines that can keep you alive a lot longer. Um, but, you know, to me, it all kind of just starts there, you know, with the luck of living and the, and the, and the love of life. And, um, and from that, I ended up with a lot of uh, love from my parents, from, uh, you know, a whole bunch of different people um, that just gave me so much confidence, so much love. My grandparents, my grandpa in particular, my mom, my dad. Um, and so that just kind of started to shape me, you know, and then, uh, to, to add on top of that, we moved uh, to Los Angeles from Mexico city and my mother decided to become a psychologist. Um, and so she started to go to school when I was probably around eight years old, plus or minus. Um, and she ended up, you know, getting her, her, not only her doctorate degree in psychology, but ultimately I think three postdoctorate degrees in psychology. Wow. So my entire life, I grew up with a woman that was studying psychology, right? Mm -hmm. A mom, right? And um, <laughs> you, know, you can imagine what that's like, right? Uh, um, you know, but but because of that, I also got a lot of insight. You know, I learned mm. a lot about the human behavior, the way that people think, and all of that stuff innately as a young kid, um, and not something that I had to go wait, you know, until I was twenty-five to learn, but rather started to learn it and understand how to read a room, which I talk about in the book. Uh, understand how to read people, uh, you know, which I talk about in the book, which is so important for sales. Um, and all of that just came early in my life, right? Um, I, I didn't realize it was coming back then. Mm -hmm. It was just one of those things that I, I ultimately picked up on later in my life. I mean, when I was a kid, all I cared about was uh, sports. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, uh, but then I realized, you know, certain aspects and innate aspects, and I, they're not innate because they were taught, right? They were just taught when I was a young kid. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so, yeah, really fun way to grow up. Understanding psychology really makes some of the greatest salesmen that I've ever worked with. Uh, you know, being able to understand human nature, how people sell, what motivates them. And, and it's a real big aspect, just whether we're just dealing with other people or trying to sell to them. I think, I think everyone's selling. That's my opinion as a salesman. I think everyone's always selling. They're selling each other. They're selling themselves. They're, they're like, does this person like me? Am I being interesting? You know, I'm doing it right now. So what do you think about that? I, I think we're selling all day long. Yeah. Uh, in, in any industry that you're in. I mean, at the end of the day, you're selling something. You're either selling a gadget or a, or, or, or a service, uh, but, you know, or, or, or a SaaS model. Whatever it is that you're selling, you're selling something, right? Um, and, and not only in, in, in business, but also in, in, in life, I think you're always kind of selling, you know, yourself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people, you know, you want people to, to like you. You want friends. Like, you're, you're selling, right? It's a, it's a way of selling, right? Um, and, and so, yeah, I think that we're just, you know, natural born salespeople. There you go. I always sell that I'm an asshole and people shouldn't like me. And for some reason they do. So it's, uh, that reverse psychology of sales is working for me. <laughs> that's a, that's a law of the attraction, my friend. Positive and negative. They attract. There you go. So you got some beautiful <laughs> photos of your journey through life and your, your family history and everything. Uh, you know, did you, you've studied psychology. You're surrounded by women. You have four daughters. You have a beautiful wife of many years. I think, was it 27 years? 20? 27 years, yeah. 27 years. That's where I had the 27 from. I got um, that number right. I know that number. There you go. You better, <laughs> she's watching. Um, and then you're on the set of uh, Beverly Housewives. Uh, there. Uh, do, how do you handle does the psychology lesson you know from your mother uh help you with all manage all that estrogen yeah yeah i mean i guess i just i was just meant to be around women and girls you know it's uh i'm so lucky i got you know 
three of them that are now working with me at the company, you know, we're, uh, we're doing that. And uh, I just feel so lucky and blessed to have that, Chris. Um, you know, but with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I just, I just let it go, man. It's not my show. It's my wife's show. It's all about the girls. It's a bunch of drama. Um, and I'm just kind of the, you know, the, the nice, you know, supportive husband, husband in the background, just letting all that shit go down. And, uh, and, and, and I, you know, my wife's always right. Let's be clear. It doesn't matter. Um, she's always right. Okay. Um, and that's just the best way to go through the real housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Anytime uh, one of my married guys calls me, he's like, Hey, yeah, the wife's doing this. And I'll be like, Hey, you have two choices here, buddy. You want to be right. Or you want to be happy. You can only choose one. <laughs> yep. Happy wife, happy life. Happy right? wife, happy life. So uh, tell us about the, uh, let's get a plug in here for the, uh, the Beverly housewives. Uh, how, 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 what season it is in and how's it going and how's it looking and for the future? Yeah. So the real housewives of Beverly Hills were, uh, they're now in season 13, um, which is pretty amazing. And then we're also, you know, just started filming season two for buying Beverly Hills, which is on, ah. on Netflix. And that's a show that, uh, is about our company, mm-hmm. um, you know, with me, with my three daughters, uh, with my two daughters, I should say, sorry. And, um, and it's just, you know, a ton of fun to do. So that's more, you know, more of a business show than, than, uh, than, than the real housewives of Beverly Hills. There you go. Anytime I watch it, I'm like, I wonder if they'll take a check. No, I'm just kidding. We'll take a check. <laughs> we'll take just, a, I, I, I don't just know. don't want it made out of rubber. There, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen those houses. They're beautiful and elegant. But uh, it's extraordinary, uh, you know, the luxury real estate market, homes in L.A. I mean, just a, it's a great thing. Now, do you, uh, with your agency, do you guys do homes around the nation or the world, or you just focus on the market of California? Yeah, thanks for that question. No, we are around the globe. Uh, we currently have, uh, I think, 85 offices around the globe. Nice. Um, we service uh, primarily, obviously, the U.S., and we're headquartered out of uh, Los Angeles and Manhattan, in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we're starting to build, you know, the in-between cities. Um, and uh, then we also service uh, Mexico, Canada, the wow. Caribbean, um, and now just starting to, you know, to, to, to open up offices in Europe, which is really exciting mm. with our first, with our, with our offices in Amsterdam, Portugal, um, and, uh, and growing. Oh, and we have go. one in Mallorca in Spain right now. There you go. Are you in that, uh, that, uh, place, uh, no one's really heard of Dubai. Are you in that Dubai yet? We're not in Dubai yet. Um, <laughs> but don't be shocked that next time we talk, I'll tell you we're there. Yeah, yeah, they, they have some expensive stuff over there right here. We've had some people Well, on the and show the real estate it. there is flying off the shelves. You can't keep it on the shelves. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And the tax situation is pretty good, too, I hear. Well, it's definitely not good in California, Chris. Where, where do you live? <laughs> I'm up in Utah right now, but normally Las Vegas. Yeah, got it. Yeah, so you like good. You got you like good uh, tax states. Yeah, I I don't like uh, paying state tax. I'm kind of against that. I lived in California for three years. I went back. I grew up there, but uh, after after a while, I'm like, you know, I can buy a mansion in fucking Vegas for what it costs to live in an old. The state home. tax alone, yeah, yeah. The state tax alone is like yeah. whatever. So yeah, I I like Vegas. Plus, you know. 24 hours of everything you want when you're a single Vegas is fantastic we have an office in (laughs) Vegas and we love it there we're handling a couple of different developments Askaya is one of them um, and I'm sure you're familiar with that and we Mm -hmm. have a great office in Vegas yeah, it's it's a beautiful town, and it just gets more beautiful. Although I'm I'm not happy with the uh, real estate going up, but it is what it is. I guess you just have to roll with it. You know, there's no choice. Yeah. Plus, I'm a Raiders <laughs> fan, so it was like a dream come true. Oh, how lucky you, fan! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, if I could just get them to win a game and 
I wouldn't have to uh, hide all the sharp knives on Sundays. Uh, what else have we touched on in your book uh, that you shared? Yeah, I mean, you've, you've written a lot of great uh, segments in here where people can get these really great bite-sized, chewy business knowledge information. Yeah. I mean, look, I have a bunch of concepts. They're all philosophies. You know, they start off with the standard of, you know, uh, uh, Napoleon Bonaparte, the great general, used to say to his staff, uh, and I have little little you know, things that, you know, that, that just trigger me. And then I, and from there I do everything right. But he used to say to his staff before he would prepare for battle, dress me slow. Cause I'm in a hurry. Right. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? Right. Like yeah. don't make mistakes back, back when he would get, you know, that was a complicated dressing, you know, in order to put on that, you know, general's outfit. Right. And so the idea is let's not make mistakes. Let's get it done right the first time let's do it right let's get to the end faster rather than making a whole bunch of mistakes right think about that you know and just like you're a salesman you're late for an appointment you know you're running late you're speeding you run through a red light you get stopped by a police officer and you're later right you yeah. made a mistake right like rather than just getting there right especially if you didn't um, pay those warrants and especially when you didn't pay those warrants right um you know or god forbid you know you're late to get home to your wife and uh you know you're speeding and you had a couple of drinks right? now you're really yeah. late or if you stop at the mistress's house yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know so i i live by that philosophy and i talk a lot about that in the book and then you know once you but i, I refer to that in terms of making decisions in business right like mm -hmm. because in business we have to make a lot of decisions we have to make them fast um so i try to not you know procrastinate you know so i take my time i make a decision and then i live by another kabbalistic philosophy which is called certainty versus doubt you know, once you make a decision, have 100% certainty in your decision and just go for it. Never doubt yourself because when you start doubting, you start going back and forth. You don't do anything, right? So I'm slow to make a decision, um, but once I make it, we're in. We're 100% in and we have 100% certainty, right? So that's one, you know, philosophy that I talk about. That's really important. I, I see a lot of people that would come to me and they go, hey, Chris, I want to start my own business. And I'm like, okay, great, do it. And they're like, well, you know, I'm waiting until the time's right. And, you know, and then years go by and they're like, eh, have you started that business yet? Uh, no, we're just waiting for everything to be perfect. You're like, dude, you just have to do it, man. Just it's never it. perfect, right? And when I talk about that too, in terms of starting businesses and you know, try to start businesses that you're uh, passionate about, right? Because a lot of the times people are also, they just don't have the passion. Mm -hmm. um, and so my whole point is like, you know, have passion because if you have passion, work's not work. Work's yeah. fun, yeah. right? Like, I mean, I can tell you one of the things I talk about in my book is, you know, I get home every day and my wife says, how was your day? And I'm like, it was amazing. And she's like, fuck, man. Like, how can every day of your life be amazing? Like, that doesn't work, right? And I'm like, well, I'm pa I love what I'm doing. It, it is yeah. amazing. Like, even on the bad days, you know, where you're solving something, it's it can still be amazing. Like, Bad doesn't have to be bad. Bad can be good. Yeah, when you do what you love, it changes the game. Because it's yeah. so hard to be an entrepreneur. It's 24-7. You live it, you breathe it, you dream it. It's hard. It, it's, it's, it's very hard, but it's also very satisfying. And like, mm -hmm. when you are an entrepreneur, it really doesn't become hard because, again, you, you, you're, you're, it, it's part of who you are, right? It's part of your mm -hmm. DNA. Uh, I mean, I can tell you there is no way I could, you know, retire and go play golf five days a week or, or ski five days a week. I, 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 I'd go bananas. Um, yeah. There's no way I could do that. I'd lose my brain. Yeah. Um, you know, so that doesn't mean you shouldn't have balance and still figure out when to go hang out with your friends and when to go play golf and when to go, you know, do what you love to do. You know, in my case, it's golf and skiing and traveling. Right. So it's just everybody has something different that they're passionate about, you know, fishing, whatever it is. What are some other axioms you want to tease out? 
Um, I mean, what else do I talk about? Work-life balance, I think, is super important. We definitely touch the work-life balance. Um, you know, uh, we talk about a concept that uh, I was taught very early by my grandfather. Uh, you know, it was 24 hours in a day, right? There's eight hours for sleep, eight hours for work, eight hours for play, right? Like, if you're just able to kind of keep that balance. And the sleep part, like, you know, you should sleep eight hours, right? Seven the or eight. sleeping so. in, in life thing. What is it? What is it again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Note to well, self. Find out what this life part is about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just a lot of that kind of stuff, you know, and um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I love the book because, you know, what I've written about in my book is, is the CEO toolbox. And every CEO and business owner, entrepreneur, I seem to find that we have these toolboxes, these axioms that we always go back to sometimes when we get off the basics. And so I love the book because it, it gives you a lot of the toolbox that you use and, and exposes you on how you use it for your success. 100%. And, and, and again, you know, the idea is just for, you know, to, to, uh, to hopefully just let people start learning for themselves and, and mm -hmm. have insights, right? Like, I'm just trying to get people to have insight about themselves. Because if you can start self-analyzing, you can mm -hmm. become a way better human being. Yeah. Right? Um, and that, but that's really hard to do, right? To be able to step outside of yourself and look at yourself and actually do a self-analysis is really hard for people to do. How important right? then would you say is, I mean, that's self-accountability too, right? Being well, I'll tell you what happens on that, um, and it's a perfect example. I just kind of thought about this right now, but like, uh, you know, I'm on two reality television shows. I've had a lot of co-stars on reality television. I've had a lot of husbands, a lot of wives, a lot of friends, a lot of all that stuff, right? I've been doing it now for 13 years, over 300 episodes. Um, it's a lot, right? But I can tell you that uh, most people, when they look at themselves on television and they watch themselves, they actually reflect and learn something about themselves that they didn't know they had. And that's what I mean by taking yourself out of your own body and being able to look back, right? Most people, most of us don't have the ability to be on reality television and have a camera on you 24-7 mm -hmm. so that you can actually go watch yourself and find out what you like about yourself or what you don't like about yourself, right? So the whole idea is to be able to step outside of yourself and look back and have a self-analysis you know what what do you do every day uh is it stuff that you're happy about are you going to sleep happy you know about what you did that day or are you just you know hiding something are you tricking yourself because mm -hmm. we all have the ability to trick ourselves i can tell you about four years ago five years ago uh i weighed um you know 242 pounds mm -hmm. okay and uh, i was on a boat i was on a yacht with my wife and i look at her and i go not bad for a 45 year old right and she goes not bad you're fat as fuck <laughs> right and i'm like what are you talking about right and i literally like walked into the room i looked at the mirror i looked at myself uh -huh. i'm like fuck i am fat as fuck but i was tricking myself okay yeah. Yeah. um and so until somebody tells you that until you do that self-analysis mm -hmm. right um you're, you're just tricking yourself Definitely. And you lost the weight. Did you drop the weight down? I dropped the weight. Yeah, all the way down. Good for you, man. Good for you. Losing weight <laughs> is hard to do. So I, I commend anybody who does it. And it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a challenge, especially when we get in our older ages. You know, I did the same thing you did uh, where you see yourself on TV and you learn from your issues. But mine was on cops. <laughs> i was getting arrested no i wasn't that's a joke people but i thought it was funny but no i used to anytime i used to get depressed about life i used to watch the show cops and then i'd be like i get done after an hour or two and i'd be like wow my life is fucking myself. amazing <laughs> i love my life really like, good about myself right yeah. now yeah. yeah that's my self-motivational book watch cops and you'll feel better at the end of the day unless you're the guy on it. it there you go i love well, it i love it 
It's been wonderful to have you. Anything more you want to tease out in the book or uh, tell people uh, uh, to uh, encourage them to go buy the book? Guys, I encourage you, go read The Deal Maker. Listen to it on audio. Read it. It's great. I've had some amazing reviews. Um, and let me know how you like about it. Uh, I know we've already started to change some people's lives. And uh, I hope that this helps you guys out. So uh, I hope you get something out of it because that's the only reason I did it. There you go. Awesome sauce. Uh, give us your .com so people can find you guys on the interwebs. Again, uh, theagencyre.com, company, the agency, and myself is M. Umansky at M. Umansky 18 at, uh, on Instagram. M. Umansky 18 on Instagram. There you go. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we certainly appreciate you coming on the show, Mauricio. Mr. Voss, it was a pleasure to hang out with you, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you as well. And thanks, your audience, for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Voss, YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Voss, LinkedIn, Fortress Chris Voss, and all those crazy places on the internet. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time. And that's